0: Welcome to day 180, shaped by the Word. It has uh, been a real joy to read through Scripture together in community. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about uh, how Scripture forms us and how it remakes us. We have uh, gone through, and it's you know taken us you know already you know the first 180 days to go through Luke and then Acts, and of course Luke was a traveling companion of Paul, in the book mm-hmm. of Acts this is his second volume. Of his gospel that tells largely the story of Peter and then Paul and then we've taken Paul's letters and uh, we're pressing in toward the end of uh, you know Paul's life uh, as he is writing from prison in Rome he'll be released and then he'll write a, a few personal letters you know two to Timothy uh, you know his protege in faith and one to Titus uh, but the the prison epistles are. I've been, a, I've been a lot of fun, and this is Philippians, one of the most joyful letters, and, and as we've said, you know, in every installment of our Philippians, you uh, know, podcast, that it's not because the circumstances were ideal, but it's because of the joy we have in Christ always, you know, abounds in spite of our circumstances. So we continue in Philippians, but uh, before we do, Matt, why don't, you, uh, why don't you lead us in prayer? Yeah.
1: Father, we thank you again for your word. We thank you that you speak to us. Um, you're a God who hasn't left us in the dark, but you've revealed yourself and your character, and your, your purpose, your plan to us. And so, Father, as we read um, Philippians together uh, through the the means that you've given us to, to be able to do a podcast and read together um, widely, would you shape us, would you transform us into the image of Christ? Um, Father, would you cause a, a deep well of joy to... Um, to come up in us, and, and God, would we be your people in this place, um, in this time. We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: And I probably didn't say it, but I'm Paul Camp here with Matt Kresge and David Keefe. Hey, guys. Uh, as we continue in day 180, shape by the word. Philippians chapter three, chapter three. Further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It's no trouble for me to write the same things to you again, and it's a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have some reasons for confidence. If in someone else thinks they have reason to put confidence in the flesh, I have more circumcised. On the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, and regarded the law of Pharisees for zeal, persecuting the church as for righteousness, based on the law, faultless. But whatever, Uh, Were my gains, or whatever were gains to me, I now consider lost for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. Consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know uh, Christ. Yes to know the power of his resurrection, participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead. Not that I've already obtained this, or I've already been made, or arrived at my goal, uh, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize which god has called me heavenward in christ jesus all of us then who are mature should take such a view of things and if on some point you think differently that too god will make clear to you only let us live up to what we have already attained join together and following my example brothers and sisters and just as you have us as a model keep your eyes on those who live as we do Paul moves us up <laughs> from being engaged in earthly things uh, to a citizenship that uh, far surpasses them all. We, we're, we're part of something much larger than just the moment we live in or the country that we live in or the church that we go to or the place where you know our kids go to school mm. or you know, the athletic teams we're on, that there's a bigger reality that uh, shapes our identity and shapes who we are than you know our income or anything else, the fact that we belong to him and that he is one day returning and he will one day, you know, transform us. So I'm pulling a Katie Kresge and going to the end of the passage before <laughs> wow. we do the first. But it, uh, but it is a beautiful way uh, to end up. He will one day transform our lowly bodies so it will be like his glorious body. Mm-hmm.
1: And you have to love, too, you know, but our citizenship is in heaven. And then he says, and we eagerly await a Savior from there. You know, yes, we remain on earth, but our citizenship is in heaven. And there's, you know, a day that is coming. I mean, this is the Apostle Paul looked forward to and long. I mean, the church, early church longed for this day where Christ would return, not not simply to just escape the troubles of this world, you know, but as a hope that, that all that God has promised will be brought about
0: to rejoice in him to revel in him yeah. to be in awe of him uh, to worship him to be transformed you know in his image in that final you know seeing him face to face to have the veil removed mm-hmm. so many things oh, yeah. you know that yeah. happen in, in that moment that, you know that we have to look forward to and should be our rich expectation but an expectation you know Matt you know as you've already pointed out that that shapes the way we live in the ordinary routine of life mm-hmm. uh, you know which is something you know Paul, Paul has said you know for me to live as Christ and die as a king
2: you know from the very you know very beginning Yeah, and even right before that though, he does remind us still that but there are people that don't have that hope that don't have that, that they're enemies you know of the gospel which is obviously as is, is exciting as those closing verses are the other verses make me so deeply sad to, to be reminded of that and yeah. to desire that other people can move from you know kind of verses 18 down to you know verses 20 and 21 like they can know this wonderful savior
0: yeah paul said you know, with with tears many people you know living for this age they're what a way to say it their god is their stomach and mm-hmm. you know this is another way of there are many things he could have put there as a as a metaphor of self-indulgence but that's that's a good one yeah um you know as, as, as good as any in their glory is in their shame and uh you know cindy often you know um you know we we're, we're talking comes back to a favorite passage of hers you know where Paul talks about uh, the shameful things the Corinthians had been involved in and he said you know what did you gain from you know at the time the things that you're now ashamed of mm-hmm. uh, living for lesser things what a you know what a theme yeah. you know that that is
1: you yeah, know and i think to in light of that you know it's quick to, maybe we're quick to move past that and think well that's not my god because my god's you know god i don't i don't worship those things yeah. and to miss that you know, when he says their God is their stomach, when we could really just say, you know, and they consume what they desire, oh, and yeah. and how often do we just, as materialistic people, consume what we desire? And then he goes on, he says, and their mind is set on earthly things. Yeah. I mean, this characterizes us a lot more than we want it to, which I think is why it's so important that he goes and reminds us: get off the earthly things, stop yeah. con- consuming mm. the. These, materialistic these are people
0: things. that are, you know, their identity is wrapped up in their appetite of the things for this world. Yeah, you have
1: a better identity. Yeah. And he even the, says that in verse sixteen, moving up, you know, he says, "Only let us live up to way what to we've already attained." Yeah. yeah, we're
0: getting there. Way to move us up. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, that's a great line. Only let us live up to what we've already attained. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if we could just see the fullness of what we have already attained, how could we not live up
0: to it? Of course, I, I like verse fifteen too. If you're mature, you're going to think the same way I've heard <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you'll think like that eventually. Yeah. And, and God will correct you, yeah. and you'll, you'll get there. Uh, but it is. But uh, and in the mean, verse in hope. the meantime, while God is still forming you, and while you are. You know, and you're living, you know, in a moment where you see through a glass darkly or you're seeing as in a mirror and you're bound to get some things right and you're bound to get some things wrong. And even the things you get right are not going to be as right as they want to just, just live into, yeah, you know, the gifts that God has given you of right up to what we've already attained. You have to love, too, Paul's, you
1: know, section on just, he's like, let me let me kind of boast for a minute and, and kind of put all of my you know, accolades and achievements and and things before yeah. you. And then he goes to verse seven. He says, "But whatever you know were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ." And, and you know that's a statement I think that is is really I think we move past and we're like, yeah, look at Paul, you know. But then when we consider it in light of our own lives. You know, we're not so quickly to give up those things that we count as gains. Yeah. We, we want to hold on to those a little bit, or, or
0: consider them. You know, here is everything on my resume that I thought was cool. No, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Here is everything in my garage I thought that was awesome. No, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is everything that I lived for. You know, none of this, you know, compares to the, you know, the surpassing greatness, you know, of of knowing Christ. And you have, you know, that beautiful thing. Uh, I want to be found in mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we realize for Paul that is uh, that is one of the deepest inner thoughts that we have, that the reason we, we have all of the riches of God, all of the blessings of God, and even a relationship with God is because we have been incorporated in Christ. And what is true of him, is just true of us. I want to be found in him, not with my righteousness, mm-hmm. because yeah. I've marked off a few rules and had a few quiet times and gone on a few mission trips. I, I want the full benefits of what he gave me through the cross. That's mm-hmm. beautiful.
2: And this... Uh you know, this could be the former youth pastor in me. And I know Matt's such a better youth pastor than I ever was. He'd so uh, never do this.
0: He's not nearly as good as a youth pastor as I was. But anyway, that's a different I'm story. For ideas. A different story. When Paul kind of boasts about yeah. his
2: accolades, it always kind of reminds me of so like so we're all former youth pastors. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, that's kind of his <laughs> we, list. We once had real jobs, and now yeah. we're doing what now we just we do yeah. podcasts. So for,
0: so. for, for Matt, we only that's, work on yeah, Tuesdays. On, yeah. Yeah. he
1: graduated out of ministry, is what they say. Though. Yeah, yeah one day
0: went from real ministry just yeah. marking time youth <laughs> ministry sounds good sometimes okay back to uh, back, to, yeah, they back always, on topic
2: Paul kind of puts his list and always makes you think like kind of what's my list of that self-righteousness that I can so quickly kind of turn to and and, and kind of lean on to get my validation mm-hmm. to kind of get my righteousness and it's, al- it's always a helpful reminder for me that th- there are things I turn to or could turn to like well look at all the things I've done and, or do and just to be reminded that no whatever those things are man, man, count yeah. those as a lot that
0: last statement is so stunning um, where he talks about, uh, you know, faultless. talks about as to legalistic righteousness, faultless. Mm-hmm. Wow, my goodness. Uh, of course, Paul is saying, uh, I come out all right by the way I used to measure things, mm-hmm. but now I measure things in Christ, and I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to be found in Him. And it is a, you know, a very stunning you know, statement, and, and of course, you know, it's kind of an interesting, you know, flow. You know, coming from verse three, for it is, we who are the circumcision, we who serve God by the Spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and put no confidence in the flesh. So, it just tell us not to boast or put confidence in the flesh. But he said, "Let me do that yeah. for just a few seconds," and it, I, I, And of course, in Corinthians, he, he does this for you know a chapter and a half. Uh, because people are pressing him on you know, the value of his experience. And he goes on to say, you know, have, have they been in prison? No, I don't think so. Have mm-hmm. they been beaten? I don't think so. Have they spent a the night and a day in the deep? I, I'm pretty sure that they haven't. Have they gone without food? Have they gone without clothes? Have they been hungry? Have they been you know, persecuted by you know, fellow countrymen? Have they been persecuted by Gentiles? You know, no. And there's still all of that. Mm-hmm. None of that achieves the same righteousness you know, that we have in mm-hmm. Christ.
1: I think that's. I mean, the danger, right, of starting to look at our righteousness as something, you know, that we initially receive, but then have to maintain or have to to grow. Or, I mean, you just kind of you see even Paul just saying even even if it, if my righteousness based on the law you know is faultless, it's still not the righteousness, you know, that is. Received by faith in Christ Jesus, the the righteousness I need in order to be saved. And, and I think the hard part about just the Christian life at times when, you know, we start to measure ourselves against one another is it's easy to justify our righteousness as a greater righteousness than, sure. you know, mm-hmm. the youth pastors or whatever. Or but we, then when we look to Christ, we realize, oh, I'm, I'm so far short. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, in another place, Paul says, those who measure themselves by themselves are not wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, of course, those who measure themselves by Christ will always be deeply humbled, mm-hmm. and they'll move back, you know, to that Him. You know, we said there's a big part of the, the entire book, mm-hmm. and a, your attitude should be the same as his. Yeah. Or, although he existed in the form of God, didn't hold on to his privilege, but emptied himself, became obedient, yeah. became a servant. Died on the cross, Mm -hmm. and God lifted him up. And of course, you know Peter. You know Peter will tell us, and Paul will tell us. You know that later that we need to humble ourselves under Mm -hmm. God's hand and let Him, in due time, yeah, you know, decide what matters and what doesn't matter.
1: And it doesn't mean that like we don't put effort into the Christian life. I mean, because he goes on even after this, even after saying all these things don't
0: matter, he says I press
1: on. And I love what he says. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of. You know, for me. Yeah. In other words, Christ has already, uh, uh, you know, accomplished and took hold of everything, and now, you know, it's 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 ours. It's before us. Yeah. But there's still a part that we play in it, in which we must press on. And
0: and what a big move in the passage from you know from legalistic righteousness, faultless to. Not that I've already obtained this yeah. mm-hmm. or already been made perfect, but I press on. And he says it twice. I, I'm not even near that, mm-hmm. but I want to live my life living into uh, you know. And, and I do. I, along with you, Matt. I just love that phrase. It's not I took hold of Christ. Christ took hold of me, mm-hmm. and now I want to hold on tight to what He took hold of me for, mm-hmm. or go after mm-hmm. you know the very Absolutely. purpose or the very reason you know that He has. Yeah. Fun week in the Word. Uh, Galatians, mm-hmm. the Philippians. Uh, we have a couple more chapters in Philippians and then we'll go to First Timothy, Second Timothy, Good. Titus. Then the Gospel of Mark. There we go. There, there's <laughs> a, a nice journey laying ahead of us. Always mm-hmm. nice journey laying ahead of us in the Word of God. David, could you close us with a word of prayer? Let's pray.
2: Father, by your grace, uh, may we live up to what we've already attained in Christ Jesus. Um, Thank you so much for the deep reminder uh, of where our righteousness is found, that it's not one that we have on our own, but that which we've been given in Christ Jesus, a righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. Uh, May you press that deep into our hearts, um, and may that not only be a deep comfort, um, to us um, as we live out our days but may it also spur us on to towards faithfulness and obedience to you so thank you so much um, for your wonderful gospel um, father we love you and we ask that we would live in light of it for your glory and our joy we praise all in the name of christ Amen.